Sword Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And we're here, as we are every week, to fix up tiny, 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 tiny problems. Whoa, that problem. It's so it's so small and so far away, so I know it's it's nothing. <laughs> Which is perfect fodder for us. Have you got nothing? We uh, can help. We are men with good vision and long arms. <laughs> <laughs> we take your nothing... And turn it inside out. Inside out. <laughs> so the nothing is the same. It remains unchanged. <laughs> but the jacket on the nothing is a different color. Remember reversible jackets? Ooh. They've come back. Have they? They what have come they back. What are they made of? Uh, you never see a jacket. denim reversible jacket. Yeah, jacket fabric. Well, it's like, it's like puffer material, but without the puff. So material. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't remove puffer material. Well, no, the puffer material is specific because it looks like a bin bag, but it doesn't feel quite like a bin bag. That's correct. So True. that material is my resounding memory of So what you're saying with, jackets. hey guys, you know reversible jackets are in? What you're saying is someone has just painted one side of a bin bag. Uh, yeah, Tom, there's this little thing called fashion. As a fashion forward person, I'd like to, I don't know what I'd like to do. Fash me or invite me into your like weird inner ring. Um, well, you know. So if ca- someone who's into fashion tells you to get in the bin, does that mean they like your outfit? Depends if you can see them holding anything. The fashion bin. If they are holding a fashion bin, you are in there in a ring. If they don't have Get in the bin and come along. Hop in the bin. Let me take you away. There's no time to explain. (laughs) Quickly, there's an exhibition on Broad Street. Get in the bin. I'm fashion, don't worry. I know what I'm talking about. Hi, I'm Mr. Fashion. There's no time. The bin, go. These large glasses are purely aesthetic. They're not functional, trust me. As is this bin, once you get in, I can't take you anywhere. Okay, so that is what we can <laughs> that, do. That's, that's what we're g- choosing to open the show with. Yeah, that's that's a kind of seal of quality. That's the kind of thing seal that we could do to your problems. Something. Just imagine what we could do with more. We're going to take some suggestions from the live studio audience, by which I mean Twitter. They didn't ask for our help. Presumably alive. Harder to tweet when not. What yeah. if we've accidentally had a bot suggestion before? I mean, I like to think I could spot a bot. Bot spot. Bot spot. Botspot 2017. Yeah. Oh, that's Super Mario. I was trying to do a newscast. I'm not good at theme tunes. It's a tough sell for me. Well, there's a lot of them already. Yeah, They're all taken. All the good theme tunes are taken. Every single one. Here, let me try and write one now. No, shit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I thought that was Jaws. That's another one. We noticed that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Jaws are basically the same, just at different speeds. I mean, one goes up a tone, yeah. one goes up a semitone. Look, Jaws is just really slow. You, you never get round to the it going up. I would love to watch Happy Jaws, which is where it just goes up a tone every time. It needs like a swing on it. Happy Jaws. He's got sunglasses on, like a Blues Brothers look. Ooh, with the hat? Yes. But is it on his head? No. Or is it on his fin? It's on one fin. <laughs> yeah, the other fin? Glass left, of scotch. The left and most fin. He can only swim right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we did to Jaws. <laughs> Jaws is now multi... multi uh, Jaws is now applicable for all ages and creeds. Tom, do you have a suggestion from the live audience? Mm, yes. Not live, not live. I do, actually, because this is more... They've kind of come up with their own solution here, but I wonder, I'm wondering if it's applicable it's to, not good enough. to other problems. But I, I quite like this. So instead of saying, I have no idea, 
I've started saying, we will remain reactive with our plans. <laughs> <laughs> and now I keep getting invited to more and more important meetings just to say this. That is some hella business lingo. It's incredible, right? That's like bringing your A-game. Yeah. That's the conversational equivalent of, hi, sorry for the delay in replying to this. It's it's saying nothing but sounding like you have something. Exactly. It's incredible. So what I'm wondering is, like, let's meet up and network soon. Be great to catch up over some... Oh, I've already lost it. I can't do it. Yeah. I'm not, not cut for the business world. You can't, you can't keep it up. It's really tough. So why mm. don't we come up with a, a primer, a list of problem phrases and words that really don't command much authority that alchemy like we can turn into business gold so what was this first one we will remain reactive with our plans we will remain reactive it's hard to say as well so you know when someone says it they're pretty sure about it yeah you've got to have practiced that one a couple of times beforehand we're <laughs> just in the mirror at home when you're waking up yeah remain yeah. reactive remain reactive it, it's quite hive mindy that one yeah <laughs> you can imagine the whole boardroom saying we will it. remain reactive with we our plans will. yeah that'd be Awful. That's horrendous. Monotonous. Maybe they do a harmony. We won't, no, we can't do a barbershop again. <laughs> this is not happening. We, we will remain reactive with our plans. Oh, that's horrible. Mine were more line sleeps tonight. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that at all. I, I did like that kind of, we will remain reactive with our plans tonight. <laughs> it happens at night if it's a song. That's yes, just... always. Mm. Um, so yeah, what, what else can we fix up? What problem words in a business world do you think maybe don't, don't have the impact that they could? Um, sorry. Sorry is a very good one. Sorry actually. is a good one because... I mean, you... sorry's covered with thank you. Um, that's a classic business thing is you thank someone for their patience. You don't say sorry for the wait. Thank you for your patience is quite good, actually. So, mm. <laughs> But then again, if you like bump into someone at the office and spill their drink, thank you for your patience. <laughs> Not <laughs> thank not, you for your resilience. Yeah, thank you for your resilience. Okay, <laughs> thank you for your <laughs> temperature resilient nature. So if you keep thank you for your and then just change the end word, the like the end adjective. That's our okay. template, which I do yeah. quite like because so nobody dislikes being. Thanked. What happens if someone's like pet dies or something? You're like thank you for your loss. No. <laughs> thank uh, you for the memories he brought. It has strengthened the company. Yeah, thank you for your strength of character. We will remain reactive with our morning. If you if you miss a deadline, thank you for your understanding. Mm. If you are uh, if you're starting an office romance, uh, thank you for your consent. <laughs> <laughs> Just polite for every day. That one. Um, if you are looking for a promotion, mm. thank you for your optimism. Or thank okay, you, or so th thank you's good. Yeah, as an opposite to sorry. Okay, so we've got sorry locked down. The idea behind like filler phrases, you know, just kind of like sounds yeah. good or great or that kind of thing. Sounds really good, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that when you're in a meeting, everyone who's not listening just nods and goes, sounds good. Yeah. That's a sure starter. <laughs> why that? Why does that sound so old timey to me? I don't know. Sure. That's a, that's a surefire zing. <laughs> Nearly there. You, you're you're cooking up some good cake. I like <laughs> I like the cut of your moxie. <laughs> Can we have your cooking up some good moxie cake? Just smash it all. Together. Yeah, just just bring it all into one. Those I, potatoes thank you are for, smooth. <laughs> thank you for cooking up that good moxie cake. <laughs> thank you for waiting while I cooked you up some good moxie, moxie cake. cake. So is the trick when you're having a conversation to do like a um. What's that game you call where you keep adding one more thing to like, you go and say, I went to the shops and I bought this. Oh. And then this and this. Yeah. Or yeah. no, like Simon says, they do like the actions and you. Mm. So maybe in the conversation, it's like, thank you for letting me remain reactive to your strength of character and this good moxie cake. <laughs> Indeed, it is good. 
Indeed, it is good that you remain reactive I to can... the strength of character <laughs> with this good moxie cake while you wait. I, I can confirm that I have thanked you for your good judge of character. <laughs> I can confirm it's a good one just in its own right. That's I, much better than yes. I can confirm that. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's the thing, because just saying the word yeah when you're doing, like, a listening, it's not... It doesn't show you're engaged that much. Mm. If you go for other one words, it can come across as uh, condescending. If you say, mm. like, of course, or naturally, that yeah. kind of sounds like, well, I knew that already. Naturally. Also, though, if you say I can confirm, you might be setting yourself up a little bit for blame if, you, if it so, then goes wrong. So maybe it is... It can be confirmed? Yeah. That can oh, be confirmed. okay. So you take... You it is possible to confirm that at this time. I have checked your credence and can confirm this, or at least another party would be able to, given the correct series of stimuli. At this stage, it is not unconfirmed. Okay, so we're really painting ourselves. It's kind of just going ambiguous, like it can't not be unconfirmed. Yeah. We're going into like really dodgy legal speak where we're just trying to run circles around not admitting something. Yeah. Okay. So like in terms of like a kind of boardroom setup, mm. I like the idea that this person was so kind of sought after after they discovered this life hack that they got bored <clears> more and more and more. Mm. Is this a position, do you think, in future offices now that we've fixed this and given people a a book maybe this is a training course you can go on okay so that you can be the office wordsmith like a translator kind of yeah so the idea that you wouldn't listen to everyone else in the boardroom they'd all speak to the wordsmith and then he'd spit out some jargon <laughs> like all the all the people at the, at the desk would go yeah and then the guy at the top would just turn around and like it cannot or can be confirmed or unconfirmed at this time yeah so someone makes like a pitch and that's obviously translated by the wordsmith. And then yeah. the boss and then it, turns around to like the up and come starter guy and goes, so what are your thoughts? And then the wordsmith's like, what sauce are you throwing on these fries? <laughs> Jumping jams. That's a fresh tamale. <laughs> What's that replacing? Yes. Uh -huh. Good job. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. Or just nodding going, hmm. Okay, so that's jumpin' jams. Jumpin' jams, that's a tasty tamale. All right, I'm going to throw some quick fire for you, and I'm going to need replacements. Okay, okay, ready? So, okay, hang on a minute. I think we've done a bit of a 180. We're not going business talk anymore. We're just kind of doing non- We're doing, like, jive Well, no, we're, do we're, we're doing things that will get you noticed in the business world to the point where uh, you're, you're the, more- You're the talk guy. You're the talk guy. You're the wordsmith. You okay. are the one employed. Okay. Okay, so, kind regards, Hattie's Hatchets. <laughs> No, no, we're sticking with the process. I'm not going to ask how you got there. I, I wouldn't, because <laughs> I can't answer it. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, hmm. Have a good weekend. See you on the flip. Oh, okay, that's, catch that's you on classic. The flip. Not see you, catch you. Catch you. I'll be, they I'll need be there. to be there or they'll crash. <laughs> I'll be there on the flip with you. I'll see you there. <laughs> you will um, not be alone on the flip. Okay, a couple more just to just to really get our engines revving right now because we're I, we're fixing most business speak right now and mm. it feels good. Okay. Um, what about have these on my desk by Friday? <laughs> get those spicy mamas across my wood ASAP. That sounds way <laughs> too rapey. <laughs> it's a little bit. Replace replace mamas with a food stuff and you'll be fine. Pump out those jammies. It's all about the jammies with you. Pump out those jammies. But that, that doesn't that, that that doesn't get the desk across. Cream my custards. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I feel like I've I'm I I don't work in an office. I feel like calling someone a bitch is pretty much a no no anywhere you go. Okay. I like the word no no's though, just how those no no's coming. <laughs> those no no's. You got a no no or a hell yeah? Hell yeah! That that could be a good one for just kind of like, do I make myself clear? Yeah, you got a no-no mm. or do we have a hell yeah? Oh, we've got a hell yeah? yeah. Got a hell yeah? Wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> no. I like this very much. Okay, one final one, just so that we can get a head start on everybody else so we can become the wordsmiths okay. and be invited to all the important meetings. Mm. So, simple one. 
hello. Swing that hammer. Because then it's like putting your hand out like you want to get a fist bump. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. I think we need to add a, a level of joviality into this. The handshake is dying. But I feel like swing my hammer might be the response to... No, swing that hammer. Swing that hammer might be the response. Because if you don't say like bump it to someone when they haven't noticed you yet. I say <laughs> You can't say bump it and have your hands by your sides. <laughs> you also can't ha- say bump it, hold your armor, and then when they turn around, be ready. Yeah. Like that's a bit too forward. I feel like swing that hammer is the response to the right. phrase. Maybe the phrase is like... It's tool time. It's tool time. <laughs> it's tool time. <laughs> it's, tool time. it's tool time. Swing that hammer. <laughs> Clang. <laughs> you, 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 you have to say that as you, your hands meet. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of going when you you do a fist bump or whatever. Mm. Okay. You, you say clang, when, but emotionless. Clang. You know when people um, have like motivational posters like hanging their kitty. Yeah. Do you reckon like swing that hammer is like on a judge's desk? <laughs> I will. I will swing that hammer. I will. Yeah. Gavel. gavel. Put, a, put a gavel in. Put a gavel in. <laughs> That's a gavel break. That's a gavel break. Ah. Classic, classic gavel break. <laughs> Should we say that one's fixed? But first, a gavel from our sponsors. <laughs> it's just a man yelling a brand name, hitting a gavel really loudly. <laughs> Andrex! Andrex! Advertising at its finest. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd remember it. Getting that sweet, sweet puppy dollar. I think that's solved. I think we should move on. I think Oscar might have something for us. <clears throat> I can confirm. <laughs> this one comes from Ruth Fulton. That's rfulton7 on Twitter, mm. who says, anyone else feel like you're silently judged when you ask for tap water instead of a bottle? Yes, but it depends where you are. I think that's, yeah, that's a very important distinction. Yeah, when mm. you're in kind of like... Like chain restaurants that aren't like low tier, but they're not high tier. We're talking things like Gourmet Burger Kitchen, Nando's, that kind of like mid tier that you see mid-tier, in every yeah, city. Yeah. yeah, like that tap water is a totally fine place to be. Mm. Lower than that, you kind of don't trust the tap water, so you don't really order it. Higher than that, that's when you actually get asked. When you say, "Could we have some water for the table?" You get asked the question, mm. "Is that still sparkling or tap?" And then if you answer uh, tap, if you get, then you'll look down on. But then isn't table water the like synonymous for tap water? I think it's one of those things like in, akin to high-priced jewelers. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Like in much the same way that if you answer anything but like still water or like bottled water, yeah. you shouldn't really be there. But you, you, you've said table water. That as a term is, I think, intentionally ambiguous enough that mm. it could just be any water they bring out for the table. Yeah. So any water they bring out to serve with multiple glasses could be a jug they've poured from their tap, or it could be a big bottle of Perrier or something. True. Yeah. You know, as long as it's going for the table, as in to multiple people, the source of that isn't direct. Whereas if you say tap water, it can only be that. So a lot of the time, like more of the the natural parlance will be oh can we have some water for the table yeah no no that 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 is natural most servers will hear that and go okay of course Mm. that's just a jug or something i mean it sounds like table is the common denominator here so maybe the more times you say table the more sure it is you have tap water (laughs) i hey we're a table that would like some table water for the table speaking from this table as a member of the table (laughs) myself and other members of at the table would like something to go onto the table perhaps some water that the table could share for the table. For the table. And then when they bring out sparkling, it's like, shit. They didn't, didn't cross the threshold. Did, didn't specify it. Didn't say it enough. See, I've got I've got a different fix. Okay. I mean, the, the issue here is the element of human judgment, right? 
Mm. So why don't we take that part of the ordering procedure completely out of the waiter's hands? Okay. I'm saying bar-style taps on every table linked to either still, sparkling, or tap water underneath the table that you can serve yourself, and at the end of the meal, it's totted up. If you've just used the tap, oh, you're fine then. How clear is the signage between the three types? All say water. Great. (laughs) Is it different colours that in no way relate to... Like mauve, but then another shade of purple. I think they are all written differently, but in intentionally confusing language. Right, okay. So it'll be, this is the tap for still water... The sparkling one you can notice because it's got the word sparkling in it. Yeah. So you've got tap for still water and then you've got tap water. It's still water. <laughs> okay. It's just... Uh, That's the thing. Sparkling water doesn't come out of a tap. So therefore, if you want that, you'll know what you're getting. That one's mm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's the still and the tap that are the main issue. Okay. But I think, yeah. But that... that... Tap for still water and tap water, it's still water. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Those are my... That, that's, that's what I'm throwing. the, the thing is, the like, there's, that'll get the restaurant extra bucks because mm. people will accidentally spend money rather than making the decision outright. The customers won't have to feel judged anymore mm. because it's on them at this point. Like, you never once have to tell your waiter your water preferences. You can serve yourself. It's just all around a much better way of doing this. Yeah, but I'm seeing so many more angry discussions at the end of the meal that I didn't order fancy water and yet I was given it. I couldn't taste the difference because, of course, you can't. It's water. It's all exactly the bloody same. But you've mm. drunk it. Like, at that point, it's in you. Yeah, but by the same logic, if they brought out a meal that was supposed to be gluten-free and you ate it and it wasn't... Mm. by the, Well, you've already eaten it now, so... Idiot. Why don't you check first? Why don't you check for the glutens? If you can find me someone who's allergic to still water, I will, well, no, I will no, no. back down from I'm not position. saying it's an allergy thing. I'm saying that that logic of you've already, ordered. you've already had it is not our problem anymore. Yeah. Mm. You can't really apply to the same thing. And I get that you know, the price difference between water and water is not huge. Um, well, in in this system, I'm afraid it will be. We've got to pay oh. the maintenance of these taps quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess that was always going to be a factor. So... How much are we talking? About seven or eight pounds a cup. Oh, that's so much. It is. So you really better read those labels very carefully. But that doesn't Maybe. matter how clearly you read them, they're not clear. <laughs> Maybe we level up the playing field somehow. So maybe we only have a tap for the paid water, which is kind of, you know, you're serving yourself at the yeah. table. You're going out to... Because this is at a fancy restaurant, remember? Yeah. The idea of going to a fancy restaurant, paying top dollar and still having to serve yourself, your still water. Yeah, it's the fancy water, but... You're getting it. Like a, <laughs> you're doing the like legwork. a working class gentleman. What's the no. difference at that Whereas point? Whereas if you're rudely <laughs> clicking your fingers at the staff and saying, fetch me water from the tap. Yeah, it's only tap water. But at that point, your pathetic power grab is in control again. It's all about the experience. It is. Yeah, it is. If they bring you out. Because as you said, the water tastes the same. Yeah, it's exactly the same. It's usually the only difference is how cold it is. I feel, because mm. the, the bottled water has been in a fridge, whereas the tap water has just come out of an yeah. unrefrigerated tap. they're not going to stop you smuggling in ice, are they? No. <laughs> How many times have you done that? Just smuggled in just a giant ice pack underneath your shirt? Yeah, shirt, coat. <laughs> it's going to be a 20-minute wait. Could it be any sooner? <laughs> are we sure about that? Are we absolutely sure? There's no way that could be any quicker. No, it's probably fine. Okay, I'll uh, stand over I'm just going to do jumping jacks. And if it gets wet around me... <laughs> it's I, just the sweat. I'm working very hard. Just the sweat. Just the sweat. So yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe get the power grab back for the tap water. And then still water, which tastes the same, basically, but maybe a little nicer. Oh, it's still water. It's, it's still water. It's still water. I like that. Yeah. I think it's fixed. 
I mean, we didn't do anything. It puts the petty people back on top, which is, you know, where they deserve to be, I guess. I suppose so. Quickly, Cap- what's, capitalism. What's ah. the name for our new system? Still water. Still water. Still cock up water. <laughs> okay. It's, it's still water. It's still, all in quotes. <laughs> quote, open it's, quote. It's still water. It's Close still quote. water. Well, yeah. what's the most confusing punctuation we can put inside that? So it's um, it's all parentheses, quotation marks. It's still like italicized. Water question mark. Quote, it's still water. It's still water. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> We're going to make a bank on this. Sounds great. Um, so sticking on a capitalist theme, this is a, a relatively new problem that you know we need to address at some point. Comes from X. Oh fuck! Why did I pick one with such an unpronounced name? <laughs> Comes from Zint Z Ooh. on Reddit. Who says, my kid only watches Netflix, so she never sees ads and doesn't know what to want for Christmas. Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd never thought about that. That's huge. When you don't have Toys R Us shouting out the colourful thing you want this year, how mm. do you know? Also, on a brief tangent, can we just talk very briefly about how insistent the Toys R Us jingle? There's a magical place we're on our way there. Already we're there. Yeah. Like, yeah. you've no, already. No, no, we're on our way, way there. there. They've stolen there. you away. Like, that, well, yeah. Also, like, that's a very fair point. What other advert takes place away from the store and you're traveling to it? We're on our way we're there. there. <laughs> Wait in the queue, we'll get there quite soon. <laughs> oh, traffic. Fuck, it's traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we come at rush hour again? It's. it's a very effective use of like combining the child's need to go there with the advert's expression of we're going there. <laughs> Don't worry, we're going there. We're not there. It also addresses the fact that all Toys R Us's are in inconvenient locations. <laughs> <laughs> you never see one that's just in a shopping center. That's a, very true. A Toys R Us, because it's so big, it's always an industrial park yeah. somewhere really far away from anything else. <laughs> so they're building you up that... There's a magical place. It's not near. <laughs> Wherever you are, I guarantee you, you don't live there. Like, yeah. okay, like, it's almost as if they make it to be piped into the car halfway through the journey to remind the kid that's why they're driving for an hour and a half to get to this big toy warehouse. Like, yeah. we're on our way. We'll get there. It also, like, Still as going. a song... <laughs> as a song, it has... I think one of the worst, like, most cursory most ways of slipping a mascot in that I've ever, ever heard. Because do you know, do you know the name of the, of the Toys R Us mascot? Giraffe-y. It, it's Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yeah, fair which enough. nobody knows because the only time it ever gets said is just before the climax of the song. And it says this, which is just not English. It's a, There's millions, says Jeffrey, all under one roof. It's called Toys R Us, Toys R Us, Toys R Us, which is just so shoehorned in if that's you, something that if you haven't already read up on the law yeah like, you never can't get. keep up this is like a sequel song <laughs> to yeah. some other advert you've never seen Toys R Us is not for casuals yeah like, there's millions says Jeffrey all under one roof like why is it interrupting it's like, it you know how McDonald's have that whole da 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 yeah and they always used to finish it with I'm loving it which was you know a very effective ad campaign yeah, yeah. because you know you resolve the phrase but now they don't advertise with the I'm Loving It. So unless you saw those ones from about 10, 12 years ago with the resolution, you're just left with an advert goes, da 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 That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't finish. Yeah, God, always I'm McDonald's. tense and I want a burger. Yeah. Like, but you don't, if you haven't heard that, you don't know how to finish it. The words are on their packaging and adverts and stuff, but you don't know that they're sung. Yeah. yeah. So if you're you an also old- don't know that you need three notes. Yes. Because the most obvious thing to do with da 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 uh, 
Yeah. Like just one, like a flat monotone. Oh. This is the root. Like yeah, da 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 do do. da 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 da. Yeah, da da McDonald's. It's eat so really effective because you've seen the prequels. But if you're coming in at episode fifteen of McDonald's adverts, then you're not. Don't even bother if you haven't read yeah. the books. Exactly. I feel like we're at that point now with the uh, compare the market meerkat saga. That is the stupidest thing. That that has gone further than I think anyone ever thought it possibly could. It's now could. been running, and I'm sorry to do this to you guys, it's now been running over a decade. No! What I think is strange about that is they combined Orange Wednesdays, which isn't catchy, no. with Compare the Meerkat, which is slight play pun of words and now it's what meerkat wednesday meerkat movies meerkat movies yeah so at least there's alliteration but like when is it you don't know <laughs> it's every tuesday and wednesday because those are the meerkat every days third tuesday of the months <laughs> that have the moon in the seventh house and meerkats have uh so friday <laughs> has film. some of those letters films begin the word films begins with an f there are which is why wednesday which is upside down is an m Movies. And they happen on days of the week, ending in a Y. Why? Because we said so. Make out movies. <laughs> Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yes. Come see a film. <laughs> but back to Toys R Us. Yes. Back yeah. to the... Back, yeah, let's back finish to the, Toys R Us. Still not... The still usual. not even the thing. Get, let's get back to tangent number one. Yeah. The final phrase of this song is, I think, the most, like, hype Thing I've ever heard in all of my years producing music that's specifically designed to be hype. Mm. I will never ever produce something that has the same effect on a human being that the final three lines of Toys R Us advert has on a small child because it just goes, "It's called Toys R Us." Toys R Us. Toys R Us. It just ends just so excited. Yeah, it's another, yeah. It's another one that would end quite nicely with a beep, just like yeah, just like <laughs> da 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 beep, or like up somewhere else. It's it doesn't. Mm. You've got to imagine that as you're talking about hype, the guy that made the jingle for Toys R Us went, how fucking psyched do I want to make these kids? Because yeah. I am living it right now. <laughs> you want, I mean, I guess the height of your career, you want to make an advert that means Toys R Us, as soon as it finishes, rather than carrying on with their cartoon, you hear like, <laughs> Mother! <laughs> We're on our way there! <laughs> like There's Toys in a Million all under one roof. God, yeah. this is badly written. Mm. Yeah. But it was genius because it just allowed an instrumental break between that and the last bit so that you could just insert in the current popular toys. Yeah. It's true. Check out Light Boy. <laughs> the newest invention, a six-wheeled scooter and skipping ropes, but candy. And then immediately cuts in with, there's millions, there's Jeffrey, all under one roof. Yeah. Horrible line. See, I never knew that's what it was. There you go. Mm. Now you know. Jeffrey is the is the mascot, it, the most half baked mascot in it, the history of mascots. It neither detracts or improves it. It just is simply. Is he wearing clothes? He's wearing a bow tie, I think. Is he? A bow tie? I or like a I, smart suit. <laughs> I can't think of him. My from image the neck is down. My image is of him with a bow tie. I mean, I, I, that's the thing. I don't think you ever see him from the neck down because the neck takes up ten feet. No, I remember yeah. the giraffe rebrand. That happened. I'm pretty sure that Jeffrey used to be Was it Jeff. <laughs> Jeff with a G. Um, I'm pretty sure that originally it was a giraffe-looking giraffe, long, long-ass neck, giraffe-ass head, and mm. then I think they got rid of the neck. I think they just made him like a small, cuddly thing. So a giraffe's head on a kind of just standard teddy bear-looking body, and no long neck. 
That's quite upsetting to me. Yeah, something yeah. very weird. I, I, I could be wrong. I've got to look this up. Do I just Google Jeffrey? Wait, hang on. Toy, I feel just, like I toys, just Googled I'm Jeffrey. just going to go with Toys R Us Giraffe. Hang toys on. R Us Giraffe. Us. I'm going to Google Jeffrey. Jo toys R Us Jeffrey. Here we go. He's, oh my goodness. I told you, they got rid of the neck. He's wearing like... Skate clothes. He's, he's, he's wearing the Skate exact clothes. clothes that Shaggy from Scooby-Doo wears. Jeffrey killed Shaggy and took <laughs> his clothes. Jeffrey learned his destiny was to bring fun to kids everywhere, and so by following some magical star, he found a new home and new friends at Toys R Us, the official mascot of Toys R Us since 1957. Wow. Christ. Jeffrey is reimagined as a beautifully crafted, hand-painted figurine that will delight fans and collectors alike. I've found a <laughs> this, Jeffrey fucking toy. Can I just toy. throw out another tangent? Yeah. This is in the Wikipedia article. Toys R Us's logo features a backwards R in order to give the impression that a child wrote it. Fair enough. Okay. They then go on to say, this should not be confused with the Cyrillic letter Ya. <laughs> Toys Ya Ass! In fairness, is a backwards R, but who has been looking at the store and you're like, this is probably peppered with some Cyrillic? Like, <laughs> no, no, young child. I know what you're thinking. This is not the case. <laughs> Listen to my friend Jeffrey. He will elucidate and make it all very clear for you. My God. Anyway, back to the original point at hand. Mm. Fuck, this child doesn't watch adverts. Yeah, they'll never have this conversation. Maybe we need... Oh, like no, a, how sad for them. <laughs> like a serialised version of the Toys R Us advert. We were talking about you need to know the law, so maybe we expand on it. Maybe we have 45-minute long adverts, which are all based around Jeffrey and his struggle with you drugs. Just, you, just, did, you, yeah. get, you get your advert fix out of the way at the beginning of the week and then enjoy mm. Netflix guilt-free. Well, why don't we just have a separate tab on Netflix... Entitled, definitely not adverts. And they're just these long feature-length adverts. Yeah, we can call it Netflix DNA. Oh, I like it. Very nice. And you just hide that on the Netflix for kids kind of area, nestle it in between Peppa Pig and some other stuff. They won't know the difference. They won't know the difference. They'll love it. It's got Jeffrey in it. Mm. And there's millions, says Jeffrey. Like, they'll, they'll absolutely adore it. And then they'll know. Like, we've turned... To want. We've, we've now turned adverts into an art form. Mm. It's no longer functional. You can literally have a fully-fledged story that stops every three minutes so they can play with Lightboy. Well, we talked last week about the commercial for <laughs> DapWap <laughs> being a two-hour-long movie. So maybe that's on Netflix for adults. Maybe, yeah, maybe but that maybe, is on Netflix DNA. you know, the kids' adverts are Netflix DNA. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm quite pleased with that. I mean, I think it goes without saying that in these adverts, the product placement is near on unbearable oh well that it is a product yeah. placement yeah but as in like every element uh, that you see the on screen is, is a brand yeah, yeah yeah so it's just a guy wearing just like a pepsi t-shirt but drinking coke but then just like holding up the toy you want yeah, uh, yeah. in a blockbuster somehow yeah yeah <laughs> that sounds hellish yes. yeah it sounds but exactly the children won't know the difference which is the crucial part <laughs> the children will love it the colors the will be bright and jeffrey will be present all is well all is well when jeffrey is there should we say that's done? Let's say that's done. Netflix DNA for kids. Let's move on to some of our own prompts. Huh? How about that? You'd like that, wouldn't you? You reactive bitch. Um, <laughs> Again, we're in the workplace. You can't say bitch. Maybe it's an acronym. Ah. Boy, it troubles chief. That being you. Heavily. <laughs> I say bitch to mean your work. Hmm. <laughs> I'm unsold. Yeah. This podcast has been a dud so far. You better step it up for the final part. Boy, it troubles Chief heavily. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an a, incredibly arrogant acronym. Yeah, what a, what a brilliant way to start calling yourself Chief. <laughs> right? 
Because you're saying... Oh, no, no, no. It was a joke all along, but seriously, call me Chief. I was hoping you wouldn't pick up on that. But I am Chief. Chief (laughs) of the hat, but better hat, which is where we have all of our high-tech suggestions for the future. Not problems per se, but tweaks that we can make to our life to improve them in some way, such as to better ourselves as a society. And this week we have Nickname Generator. I have... Well, it stems from a quite a selfish place, but I also thought of a real world application more recently. Okay. Uh, so my name, as you know, is Oscar. Kind of difficult for an immediate nickname to be made of that. Mm. And as such, I've never had one. I would just kind of invert it and go with Raxo. Yeah, I got that. That's I, I've refute that one because that's too lazy. <laughs> I mean, I've tried a few times. You haven't noticed because it's all behind the scenes stuff. We have a little group chat to like organize the recording sessions and stuff. And I often just type OSC to like try and start a thing, but the phone autocorrects it to Oscar. It's having none of it. So See, it mine, mine like... corrects it to oscillator, which is a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's difficult because you can't, like, you can't really do that much with it, but it's, mm. never, it's never really phased me. The reason I thought of it more recently is because I've been needing to think of a mean nickname for my manager at work. Okay. Hmm. So her name is, it begins with a K. Okay. Um, no, she's... And it rhymes with Schmarren. Uh, <laughs> or it, matey. In, interesting enough, my old manager was called Karen. Ah, she, she was yeah. fine. New one is called Kelly. Okay. Not a fan. Um, I mean... Don't like her early work. Don't like her current direction. <laughs> but uh, initially, she was Kung Fu Kelly, a la Kendrick Lamar, because mm. it was funny, because she's quite different from him, and that's a funny thing. But mm. we realized quite quickly, that's, uh, it's too cool. That's too good a nickname. Right. And so we stumbled across calling her K-Hole. Uh, I did make a point earlier saying nicknames I'd had before were too simple. This one is definitely too simple, but it works. However, it took me a long time to get there. Mm. So I think nickname generator as an idea is one such service that would help you work out what the right nickname is for either you or someone else. Okay. Okay. So first I of mean- all, first of all, have you guys had nicknames? Um, I mean, you've given me one that has unfortunately stuck. I don't know what you're talking about. Please, please share. So, so for a behind the scenes thing, I, I used to be quite a large boy. Uh, thankfully, I'm no longer. It's great. However, I still eat a lot when I can, and I just have to be good the rest of the, the week. One day, we decided we would make a lovely chocolate fudge cake as part of this treat day. You decided. Yes. <laughs> but I'm using we to try and shoulder some of the blame. Uh... Fudge icing is a very big component of this cake, mm. naturally, because that, that's the tastiest bit. So I think I've made far too much, let's be frank. Uh, slathered the cake in it, looked in the bowl, and there was there was just quite a lot left. Oscar came into the kitchen just to see me at my lowest point of just spoon-feeding this hot fudge icing just right into my face. And unfortunately took to calling me Fudgy, which has... <laughs> <laughs> about a year on... <laughs> Really still stuck. Yeah. Um, I'm still fudgy uh, occasionally. Mm. It doesn't, it's not every day. Nobody says hello fudgy. <laughs> it just comes out anytime I'm eating anything. Be that a cake, be that a fucking carrot. <laughs> it will just always be like, a bit healthy for your fudgy, isn't it? It's like, I'm in shape, damn it. Fudge is a shape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Square, circle, fudge. Fun. Yeah. I mean, that's one. That's a, that's a, but that, mm. 
So that was quite a natural one. I mean, what's interesting about that is you mentioned with your manager, it was kind of just based on her name. Yeah. It didn't really have anything more t- than that to it. Yeah. Whereas Fudgy is, comes from a... An event. A situation, an event, mm. something quite personal to you, which kind of gives it more clout, I think. Yeah. I think whatever this service is, and I'm not thinking app. We do too no, many apps. I think so. I'm thinking like a PI style. Oh, okay. You hire someone okay. <laughs> to give your friend or colleague or acquaintance a nickname, and they trail them for weeks, gleaning <laughs> every aspect of information. Maybe they're peeking through the windows and they're, ooh, eating a lot of fudge there, I see. I love it. They just write it down, but then like just like... Fudgerson? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Won't catch on. It's close. Yeah. We're getting closer. So you walk into their office three weeks later. What do you got for me? And there's string everywhere. <laughs> you see on one wall like fudge. And then on another wall, you've got like loves to tap dance. And then over in the corner, what is it, Oscar? It's fap dance. Nope, that won't do. <laughs> that simply won't do. Whatever it is, you might have three or four ideas. Yeah. And there's just a, like a PI with bloodshot eyes, like whiskey hands trembling, just going, I'm so close. They're all connected somehow. Yeah. And then you walk in and he just moves to get out the way. And all the letters, the big letters that he's covered in align. And he's like, fudgy. I don't know how it relates to dancing, but it yeah, works. It's so simple. Tom falls to his knees, hoping he'd have something cool like T-Dog. Like, so do you go to this guy for your own nickname? I would have thought you'd go find out. And then I think it's the kind of service you provide on someone else's behalf because I think if you are aware you're being tailed, you're going to adjust your behaviour yeah. so he has more stuff. Like, oh man, this guy is always going to the bank and depositing large sums of money and drinking beer on boats and like hooking up with hot women. Yeah, Man, he's going to get a real humdinger of a nickname based on these things. Big Dollar Dave. Yeah, oh. Big Pimpin, Dave. Big Pimpin, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying these are very good names, but they'd be befitting. If your name was Dave and you were Big Pimpin, Dave, I think you'd be quite pleased with yourself. BPD. <laughs> Watch out, BPD is in the house. BPD but, sounds but... like an unsavory acronym for something. I mean, Big Pimp Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's savory. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> no. It's See, yeah, I, I do love this as a service. What happens if you rumble the fact that somebody's generating for you? I think you have to start acting with absolutely no pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Completely sporadically. You just, we're just going to have to call him chaos. <laughs> <laughs> just, I turn up at his window one day and he's just swirling a halibut around his living room. And There's know. nothing I can do with that. <laughs> You want me to call him Swingfish Tom? <laughs> That's never going to work. Swingfish. I turn up the next day, the fish is gone. There's just suddenly a bazaar in his living room and he's selling sheets. And now he's digging. I don't know where he's digging. <laughs> Always digging, oh. but not with a spade. <laughs> with his hands in the dirt. <laughs> like a mole, but he doesn't go to sleep. <laughs> and, his, and these cardigans he wears, where does he get them? So colourful. And yet so functional. God, I want a cardigan. But if I call him cardigan, it's going to keep so, come across so transparently. Now, now he's jumping through the window again. <laughs> I think what this shows is if you want to become a... What are we naming this profession? Hmm. Nickname generator is what you would say if someone's like, so what's this job you're doing? So, oh, it's basically I'm like a nickname generator. I'm a yeah. nickname generator, but the name of but the service... your professional title or the name of the service would be what? I mean, nickname investigator is closer to it. Yeah. Oh, 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 you can be a private nick. Like a private dick, like a detective, but you're for nicknames. I've never heard the phrase private dick. dick Yeah, that's like an old-timey thing. It could be like a dick. I can see why it's fallen out of favour. 
I can't yeah. think of any reason why that would not be the case. <laughs> dick I've pilots. hired a private dick is not really a sentence. That is that is completely commonplace <laughs> if you live in the fifties. <laughs> I, hmm. I do like shortening it to Nick. Are we trying to come up with, like, the official, like, legal title of it? Or are we trying to come up with the brand name of, like, the place you go to? Nick I Claim. I, I think either. Nick Claim. Nick Claim sounds like a person's <laughs> actual full name. That what about sounds... what about Nick Claim's nicknames? That sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> Nick Claim sounds like a, either an explosive... <laughs> Critical <or> Nick Claim. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair... Critical McLean is actually Critical pretty good because bad. that's what he's doing. He's critically analysing you and yeah. giving you a nickname. And he's claiming um, that name for you. Critical nickname. Critnick. 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 Is that like... That's a dance. I think I think Critnick <laughs> would be the kind of like dystopian slang you'd give to these people in terms of like, uh, oh, he's hired a Critnick. What's another name for a nickname? Uh, Monica. Pseudonym. Handle. Okay. We can get something. <laughs> we need to hire a Nick. What's, what's great is we can cut all of this empty space out in editing, so it'll sound seamless. And, and then leave. Clever. And then leave that explanation in, so no one knows. <laughs> Wait, Fuck. everyone will know. Shit, damn. Uh, um, uh, and now a gavel from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe just still PI, but it stands for something else. But it stands for something else. Personal identifier. I mean, that's what a private investigator is. Uh, they, they identify people. Personality Pse- identifier. What about pseudonym inventor? Oh, it's Ooh, a, ah, there it is. Brilliant. See, we got there in seconds. <laughs> seconds. As you can tell by our thankful reactions. No editing relief. here. First time. First time. Wow. Wasn't that a quick ride for us all as well as the listener? Yes. Beautiful. So, where were we? I'm so lost. We Yeah, you go to him and he. you tell him... That someone you know yeah. needs a nickname. Okay. And then he trails them for a bit. And then he comes to you with the nickname mm. in a sealed brown envelope. Okay. And then you start giving that person that nickname. Mm. And then because he spent the time doing the work and analyzing their character, it yeah. sticks immediately. I mean, I'm guessing he gives you like notes... He won't just give you the name. He needs to show his working. He gives you the notes. He gives you no. You get half. Pay half to get the name. <laughs> you pay the other half to get the explanation. Okay, so everyone's going to pay full because naturally. without the explanation, the half is that the name that, is meaningless. That will haunt you forever. If you like, if you just want a nickname for your friends, and he comes back to you and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's scumbag Pete." Like, ask you to investigate John. Vague. Fuck. <laughs> How will yeah. I ever know? His name isn't even Pete. Why did he get there? <laughs> yeah. So hey, it's Stumpleg. His legs are both perfectly normal. Legs are perfectly normal. Oh, well, he likes cricket. And there was this one time he like fell over in the park and he hit the stumps with his leg instead of the bat and so was therefore disqualified. And because he's quite a competitive type, he got upset. So we started calling him stump leg. If it's a specific event, that person can be really put off when they didn't see you there and you like start giving them the nickname for (laughs) it. Maybe part of the pseudonym inventor's job profile is to do some revisionist history maybe take some photos of the event and then photoshop you into them maybe either that or his job once he comes up with a nickname and has told you about it his kind of like close down is just to kind of spread it amongst the populace without them ever knowing so entire strangers will come up and like stump leg right Mm. like whole group of friends knows absolutely they just get an anonymous message yeah you um send a quick email to their uh business card manufacturer and it comes back as like Todd Stumpleg Jones. <laughs> yeah, without realizing. And he's it. like, well, I guess I asked for this. Yeah, yeah. I must have bought this. Fuck. His email signature changes. <laughs> the little name tag on his desk changes. Yeah. His mum starts like 
calling him by it. It's uh, wow, we're full inceptioning this, right? <laughs> yeah, we 100%. actually are. And at some point, he's either going to break down or just go along with it. Yeah. yeah. If everyone keeps calling me, I guess that must be I it. guess that must be my name. Not mm. everyone would do it, surely. Like, the person who hired the pseudonym inventor at this point would feel so, the, the best moment of your life is when is the first time Pete responds to Stumpleg. Yeah. Like, yeah. just that feeling of just like, I did it. It's yeah, what, taken months. Once, but... you, once you get one, that's it. Game over. Yeah. yeah. You're done. You're conditioned now. Perfect. I think pseudonym Ooh, inventor. So pseudonym inventor. Yeah. P.I. Perfect. Nickname P.I. Beautiful. Cool. So I think that about does it for this episode of First World Solutions. If you've enjoyed what we've done on the show here, please do share it around with your friends. Uh, maybe come up with some fly names for them first. But that <laughs> are, you, are you sure about fly? Fly is what I'm going with because it's very 50s. And that's kind of the vibe I was feeling from that. Okay. So fly nicknames for your pals, for your bros, for your dudes or dudettes. People don't say dudettes anymore. They absolutely don't. That was a real... That, that star... They never did, did they? Th- that star burnt very bright and very quickly. <laughs> very bright. Lit up the world. Blindingly bright. Yeah, and then it was just as soon as it arrived, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah, show it to anyone who you think might be interested. We've been particularly well focused and uh to the point with our solutions this week uh so if you have any problems of your own you'd like us to get right to the heart of and immediately solve uh you can send them our way uh either through our twitter that's at fws cast you can tweet us directly or use the hashtags first world problems or first world solutions we look at both before the show every week alternatively you can message us on our facebook page or you can send us an email at fwscast at gmail.com. Send us a thought, a problem, a query, or a JPEG of a goat. Only if it's heavily compressed. Only heavily compressed. Only unreadably compressed. Only unreadably compressed. (laughs) Not the image, the goat. Only goats. (laughs) A very high quality picture of a compressed goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe PDF or PNG of a cube goat. (laughs) Please, if someone does send that to us, I'm going to be so happy. I will not accept a cube sheep. <laughs> I will. I will not accept triangle goat. Triangle yeah. goat, cylinder goat, they're out. All off the table. I'm going to Google cube Maybe. goat. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, if you're using iTunes to listen to us, if you could leave a rating and a review for us, that really helps us out. Let us know what you think of the show. Is it bad? Is it good? Is it somewhere in between? Do you want to tell your friends about it? Do you want to copy and paste that subscribe link? Maybe that would be really helpful to us uh, and keeps us ticking along nicely. But in the meantime, he's still looking at cube goats. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, thank you once again for listening. I have been Joel. I've been Big Pimpin' Dave. (laughs) I've been Tom. You know what you are. I think you've been fudgy. Damn you, pseudonym inventor. Uh, No problems. No problem. (laughs) 